Hi, I'm Mia. And I'm Alex. And this is the Leftist Podcast. Woo! 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 Alright guys, today on the Leftist Podcast, we're going to be kind of doomers today. We're going to be talking about billionaires, and I know this is like every single leftist, and like liberals, honestly, like yeah. favorite thing to talk about, just because they're so overtly like the gross display of what capitalism can turn into and yeah they're fucking horrible yeah and if you just pick yourself up by your bootstraps and maybe have a dad who owned an apartheid <laughs> emerald mine you could be just like them exactly <laughs> so i think that's a good segue to discuss a little bit american meritocracy oh also if you're watching this viewing we have coffee today freshly brewed very oh, nice God. but yeah I want to start by talking about American meritocracy. So basically the meritocracy is the idea, literally what Mia just said, picking yourself up by your bootstraps. If you work hard enough, then you will get to a certain level of wealth or power. Mm-hmm. And we see billionaires as this. A lot of regular people around the world see billionaires as the poster child for working hard and getting to that point, doing it on their own. When they're not even the ones producing the wealth most of the time. Usually it's their workers through their labor that produce the profits, but I digress. Exactly. And like this idea of a meritocracy is a lie because like you said, if you have enough capital, you can do whatever you want with it. doesn't matter if you mismanage your funds. doesn't matter if you've never run a business. If you have capital, you are going to be successful because it's so easy to invest capital to make more capital. Exactly. Even like Trump, like going bankrupt like every five seconds like always in a a tiffy with like another one of his businesses or franchises but he comes out on top yeah because he inherited the fucking huge ass real estate business that his father made or his grandfather or whoever the fuck trump did yeah he gave it to them and he's like rich af now because of how much real estate they own in new york so that's just how he made his money for example but i kind of want to dive into now like I want to talk about the taxation of of the wealthy in America because this kind of ties into the idea of meritocracy. They worked hard for that money themselves. Okay, so yeah, back in the day, during like New Deal era, kind of like 1950s, 60s, when I, we saw like a huge, I don't know if this is accurate to what I just said, but whatever year, there was huge economic growth. And that was because billionaires and millionaires were being taxed fairly at like 70% of their wealth. Mm-hmm. And then Reagan came in and slash that shit down to like 26%. And it was under the idea that trickle down economics, basically, if we give the billionaires and the corporations more money, they will be able to make the lives of working class people better. And they will be able to better the companies and overall make a better product to give you as the consumer. But realistically, that's just the lie they tell the fucking hogs so they don't get yeah. mad. The real reason is because lobbyists pay so much money to get Congress, the executive, all, any part of government to pass or influence certain legislation to have them be taxed at a lower rate so that they can hoard as much wealth as possible, mm-hmm. not due to any sort of their own merit or work or anything like that, just because they're well-connected, they've probably inherited a bunch of money, and they're now at this point where they're just going to continue to grow their wealth without any, like just in an unfettered manner. Yeah, and I think this is now probably the third or fourth episode that I've posed this question. (laughs) But, you know, it's been like 40, 30, 40 some odd years since Reagan has been in office. 
How's the trickle down working? No, like it's not trickling. There's a drought. It never trickled. I mean, like, look, like, and the pandemic made that so much more evident when Mm -hmm. corporations were doing wonderfully because they have such a low tax rate. All they have to worry about is their fiduciary responsibility to pay back their shareholders and stuff. They don't really have to worry about the benefit of their workers. And they were recording record profits during the pandemic while millions of regular Americans were just dropping dead. Yeah, exactly. People were dying. Small businesses were going out of business. People couldn't get their bills paid. Like, but meanwhile, people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk were making like billions and billions of dollars off of this. Yeah. So basically, we talked about why billionaires taxes are so low. Let's talk about the average tax that a billionaire pays. I believe on the amount they make based on their capital investments, because that's where most of their money comes from. It's about 8% Mm -hmm. comparatively to someone making, let's say $150,000 will pay close to 30% of their uh, income that they earn from their job, which is pretty fucking crazy. Like obviously the billionaire is paying more money just by proxy of how much they own, but percentage or, but realistically like percentage wise, it's, it's very discouraging i guess you could yeah say. and like when you look at it like on a graph with like the progressive tax plan that we have like they are technically i guess on their income paying more in taxes but when you add in all the other things like the write-offs they're getting from stocks yeah. or just even looking back at like average like middle class americans and like the amount of taxes that they're having to pay out with just like sales tax and bank fees and just all these other like random things that add up like it's very disproportionate with how much like working class Americans are paying in their taxes to how much billionaires are having to pay. Yeah, because billionaires, okay, if you don't know how billionaires make their money and why they are like estimated to be worth hundreds of billions of dollars, it's because they don't actually have that money in their pocket, it's in their capital investments. So Jeff Bezos, for example, owns a ton of shares of Amazon. Those shares of Amazon are worth like I don't know exactly, but like $150 billion, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. But that money's not in his pocket until he sells those shares. Once he sells those shares, he's, he gets taxed with a capital gains tax of 20%. So 20% of the amount of profit he makes on those shares uh, is going to be taxed. So let's say he bought in, I'm just going to use really small numbers. He bought in at $5 and he made, his, the stock was worth $5 and the stock's now worth $100. He made $100 or he made $95. Once he sells out, that $95 that he collects is going to be taxed. Mm-hmm. Only the profit that's made off of it is taxed, not the initial investment level, basically. So that just shows you how that, that shows how like differently billionaires are taxed because they don't have this money on hand. They're able to get it on hand, but they would be taxed if they took it out of their stocks and sh- sold some shares. Yeah. And that would only be 20%. That's the highest capital gains rate right now. Yeah, and it just, it keeps going. And then there's the carried interest loophole uh, where senators like Kirsten Cinema are taking this and they're butchering legislation to keep this intact so that people like Jeff Bezos and hedge fund owners and all these things can continue to keep their wealth. Yeah, and really throughout this episode, I really just want to hone in on the fact that meritocracy in America is a lie. It's a lie. Because they just have so... People who are wealthy have so much capital that they're able to control anything, basically. Mm-hmm. Like they, they do control they everything. Do. Exactly. Like, and we see it in real life, obviously, but just theoretically, they have so much money that they could 
bribe anyone that they wanted. Exactly. We see it with lobbyists on Capitol Hill. We see it with like big companies like taking over smaller companies. Like doesn't like Amazon, Amazon owns like fucking everything. Yeah. Amazon is the, like has monopolized on that market of like e-commerce, I guess. Mm -hmm. They have individual sellers on the website, but the website is a huge conglomerate that like controls everything basically. Yeah. Yeah, Um, It's fucking crazy. Like that's like, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's fucked. Uh, one issue with this that I really wanted to talk about, kind of within like big philanthropy and all that kind of stuff, is donor advised funds, which is basically just like a charity checking account where you can donate this money to the DAF um, without actually giving it to a charity. Like it just sits in that account until like you're pledging it. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so it like just sits in that account until you're actually ready to donate it. But once it goes into the account, you still get the tax write-offs. Um, and one like clear example of like how like fucked the system is, is the CEO of GoPro, when they were like at the peak of their business or whatever, put all this money into a DAF because they had to pay like tens of millions of dollars in taxes. So they wanted the write-off. So they put all this money in a DAF got the tax write-off so they didn't have to pay all their taxes and then never ended up donating it. And then when GoPro's stocks plummeted, the amount of money in the DAF also plummeted. So that's just like all this money that would have gone to charity, but it's just been sitting in this account and then it started dwindling. And it literally just like, (laughs) he just got the tax write-off for it for donating it to charity and the money just kind of stayed in there and didn't do shit. Yeah. And I have a quote that he said, because I watched an interview with him where he got like called out for this and the Mm -hmm. interviewer was like oh like don't you think that this is not fair and he said uh no but that's or he said no but i know how the world works and was like it's not whether or not it's fair it's about just like getting it done and then he said he likes to not focus on that part as much yeah and that's an important (laughs) that's a very important distinction to make because when you think of the idea of billionaires they are not breaking any laws Mm-hmm. existing like they're not breaking new laws lobbying they're not breaking new laws trying to get like deregulate trying to make sure that labor unions don't form like sometimes they are but like yeah a lot of the times they're not because of the way that our capitalist system pushes corporations over the wellness of the people of america and this is kind of always been written in our history that corporations know what's best for us capitalism is the way because that leads to so much innovation blah 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 whatever but realistically it just allows people who already have so much capital to gain more capital. I mean, you're telling me, people like to talk about Elon Musk. Like you said, he comes from a very wealthy family from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And he says like, oh, he only he came over here. I think he got his, went to college in Canada or some bullshit, but he came to North America, got a degree, started a business, PayPal, whatever. Like he didn't invent Tesla. He bought Tesla. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't, what else is he doing? He bought Twitter. He bought Twitter, yeah. Like he just has so much money from the intergenerational wealth that he can do whatever the fuck he wants and it doesn't matter. He like lost, I think his shares like plummeted. He lost like a hundred billion dollars or something. A hundred million dollars recently or some shit. I saw that. No, with all the Twitter stuff going on, like Tesla stocks have been plummeting. Plummeting. Advertisers are pulling out of Twitter because like people just don't want to be associated with this guy. No, because it's just a... It's just unfettered capitalism yeah. at will. Some fucking guy who everyone wants to suck his dick for some reason when he's like literally not even smart. He doesn't yeah. even know how to manage his money. 
But like we said, the meritocracy is not real. So if you have the money, you can spend it however you want mm-hmm. and act like you're like this smart motherfucker because you have so much money. But realistically, you're not. Yeah. And this idea, I want to harp on the idea of intergenerational wealth because there's another tax loophole that billionaires and millionaires use so that they their inheritors don't have to pay as many taxes on the amount of capital that they owned before their death, at the time of their death, I guess. Mm-hmm. So let's take, for instance, small numbers again. This, let's say this guy, what should we name the guy? Uh, Fred. Fred. <laughs> so Fred <laughs> sees a really good business opportunity and he decides to buy in some random stock with five bucks. Let's say at the time of his death, that stock is worth $100 now. His $5 investment is worth $100. Like I said earlier, if he were to take, if he were to sell his shares right now, he would have to pay a 20% capital gains. Sometimes it's smaller than 20%. 20% is the highest capital gains tax uh, bracket. But he would have to pay 20% on the $95 for the profit that he made from his investment. Now, let's say Fred had kids. And Fred wanted the money to go to his kids without being taxed so much. Basically, Fred can put it in his will that his children will inherit this this thing. And let's say that the oldest child gets all the money, just to make it simple. Okay, what should we name the oldest child? Uh, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan, okay. <laughs> now, D'Artagnan gets this, gets this stock at $100, right? So instead of the $5 that it was worth previously when Fred bought it, now the initial cost of the stock once it gets into d'artagnan's hand will be a hundred dollars let's say d'artagnan decides to sell the stock when it reaches 105 dollars instead of having to pay taxes on the hundred dollars from the absolute beginning of the tax when his father bought it to earn the stock to now being 105 dollars he would only have to pay the 20 percent tax on the five dollar growth that occurred between him inheriting it and him deciding to sell it so this is a way that they're just able to keep so much money. And like, obviously I keep it general, like $5 they make, whatever, but these are like hundreds of millions of dollars that people are inheriting. Yeah. <laughs> like this is so much money that they're not paying in taxes and they're able to build intergenerational wealth without breaking the law because it's literally prescribed into the law that they are allowed to use this stepped up basis. Uh, putting it into perspective of Fred and D'Artagnan's story really helped clear it up. I, I was a little unsure on like the economic side of things. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's literally nuts. And like another thing that happens with tax cuts when like, let's say Trump, Trump just passed or Trump passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 when he on his like last year in office, whatever the fuck. And with that money that corporations were able to get on our tax breaks, like we said, businesses know best. Entrepreneurs know Mm -hmm. best for their for their workers, right? They're going to reinvest the money into the company and you know they're they're going to be nice to their workers they're going to create a better working environment for them no that's not fucking true <laughs> what they will do is either pay their stockholders dividends or they will do participate in stock buybacks so dividends is basically a portion of the profits that the company makes that is not put back reinstated back into or reinvested back into the company so this is money that could be going into the company and making it better, but instead it's being paid to their shareholders through dividends because of this fiduciary responsibility to think about your shareholders first when you're making a business transaction rather than your workers. Second, stock buybacks, pretty simple. They just buy more of their stock. They buy more shares of their stock from the market. So 
that they can make more money in the long term as their company continues to flourish because of their vast amounts of profit they're making. While, I mean, millions of people are living like with poverty wages, you know, don't have health care. Maybe they're pissing in bottles. Maybe they're driving around a van that doesn't have air conditioning, all this sorts of stuff. And that was yeah. based on, based on like 16 companies, some study showed, I don't remember the name of it, but like 16 of the largest companies in America, they participated in $50 billion of stock buybacks in 2018. Oh, wow. $50 billion That's 16 crazy. companies. Nuts, right? Wow. Well, another way that billionaires can keep and hoard their wealth uh, with less um, economically advanced terms <laughs> um, is just exploiting their laborers, like just exploiting their workers. Because yes. in for the company to make profit, you have to pay your workers less than what they are producing yeah. is worth. You know what I mean? So like if the thing you're producing is $10, you make five, the extra $5 goes to your boss. And that's how they're able to keep accumulating this wealth off the exploitation of workers. And that's why we see things like union busting, like Starbucks is a really prevalent example of this right now, because they are like holding off on uh, negotiating contracts with union stores because they can they know if they keep pushing this off they'll continue to make all this money off their workers but if they you know have to grant like i don't know proper working conditions proper working and conditions, hire better more people wages, yeah like in staff stores adequately benefits, yeah of having a bunch of part-time workers actually have full-time workers that get benefits exactly they're they're gonna see a cut in their overall Over, profits yeah and their overall profits and these profits let's let's you know this is a great segue into marx the the marxist <laughs> definition of exploitation so exploitation in the regular capitalist sense maybe a liberal would think this way or even a conservative would think you know general exploitation overworking someone maybe not paying them at all like paying them less than the minimum wage child labor stuff like that but exploitation in the marxian sense is the fact that let's say I saw this in a video once, so don't quote me on this, but I saw this in a video once. Let's say that an individual, let's call him Quincy. Jebediah. Quincy. Jebediah will be the cook. No, okay, okay, okay. Let's say Quincy. No, Quince Lee. Let's Quince call him. Lee. Okay. Let's say Quince Lee buys a restaurant, right? He puts up a thousand dollars for the restaurant, okay? And he hires a chef named Jebediah. Now, the although Quince Lee is the owner of the restaurant, the restaurant will not be able to make money if Jebediah is not the cook there because he is the one that is producing the good, the commodity that is going to be brought to the consumers that will then exude a profit, right? So let's say Quincy puts up 500 bucks for the materials and stuff. Jebediah turns that $500 of materials into $2,000 of profit, okay? Not even profit, just money made, mm -hmm. okay? So that $2,000 of profit, you would expect maybe... Jebediah to have a say in how that money split up, right? No. The money that was directly created from his labor, that $2,000 profit is all in Quinsley's hands. Quinsley decides how much to give Jebediah. So Quinsley will give Jebediah 500 bucks, let's say, and gets to keep $1,500 just because he was able to put up the capital investment without doing any work whatsoever. He could have inherited that money through stepped up basis, just regular intergenerational wealth, being able to not pay capital gains taxes, being able to take out loans against their tax or against their stocks from big banks. He could have gotten that money any way that he wanted to, 
but Jebediah is just a lonely worker, so he's not able to do anything. So this is, and he gets paid a menial amount of what he produces with his own labor. So this is, this is exploitation in the yeah. Marxian sense. Down with Quinsley. Yeah, fuck Quinsley. <laughs> Jebediah, Jebediah, we're with you. For real. Workers of the world unite. But, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go. Okay. There was one thing that I saw, I believe it was a, a pizza parlor or something in Ohio. Uh-huh, like I saw one that. Weekend. Yeah, and they, the owner decided to give all of the money earned to all of its employees. Equally. and Like, equally. And they made, like, $78 an hour. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. $78 an hour compared to, like, the minimum wage in Ohio being, like, 8 bucks. Yeah, no, exactly. That's a whole 70 extra dollars an hour that's roughly nuts. that you're making. That's like a that's a that's a wage you would expect to get at a college educated. Yeah. Job. No, like I saw that and I was like, what? Like it's just and it really makes me think because like right now, like I'm a part-time worker at a coffee shop, like I get paid my hourly wage. And I wonder how much I would make an hour if I made like an equal portion of the profits for the days that I worked. Yeah. And this is the this is why, like Marx came to do this. He studied capitalism way more than he wrote about communism. You know, mm-hmm. he saw the flaws within capitalism, the inherent flaws. And I think the one that sticks most true to today is the inherent idea of exploitation, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not saying that the CEO should not get anything for putting up the capital investment, right? Yeah. He obviously is the owner of the business. However. If it were to work in a perfect society, there would not be one owner of the business. There'd be multiple owners of the business coming together and putting up an investment together and being paid an equal amount and then paying their workers based on how much profit that they get. Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then the workers would able to be able to democratically either elect a representative or democratically vote on where the money goes, what the business function is, so on, so on, et cetera, et cetera. So this is, this is really what Marx honed in on yeah and this is why i know we're getting like so off (laughs) but this is why the capitalism sucks ass yeah billionaires are able to just keep on multiplying their wealth while laborers who are creating all the profit for them might i add regardless of any capital investment they may have put in Mm -hmm. uh just keep on benefiting from it and buying back their stocks and paying their investors with dividends but there's a there's something i forgot to mention go for it and when i was talking about people being able to take out loans based on their stock or in like at risk of their stocks, I guess. It's pretty much just that mm-hmm. without having to sell their shares and having to pay capital gains tax, very wealthy people can go to a bank, say, can I take out a loan of like $2 million and the risk will be to my stock that I have my billions of dollars in stock. And they're like, yeah, no shit. Obviously, you can pay that back. Yeah, That's $2 million cash they get right there. Damn. And they're just able to spend that as free capital and without having to have without having to sell any shares. Obviously, they would have to pay interest when they're paying back the loan. But, mm-hmm. I mean, their interest rates are probably so fucking yeah, low. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, and one thing I also wanted to talk about was just uh, kind of going back onto big philanthropy. Um, one big family I wanted to talk about was the Sacklers. Um, if you're in the art scene, you might have heard of them. Um, if you're in the o- opioid scene, you might have heard of them. <laughs> um, such, a, such a contrast. Yeah, it's very niche. Um, <laughs> um, so they own Purdue Pharma, which was like the first company to produce Oxycontin. And when they did that, I mean, obviously Oxycontin really contributed to the opioid epidemic yeah. and like 
thousands of deaths. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And getting people hooked. Through prescribed medication. Yeah, through prescribed medication that people get from doctors. Uh, But then they started putting all this money into museums. That's why you see like the Sackler Museum of whatever. Um, to kind of create like this smoke screen and like cover up the fact that they caused this huge amount of these, they were like a very all these big issues. Player in the yeah, but now when you think about them, you think of art museum. You think of like, oh, that's so nice. Like these philanthropists are giving to the art scene and like doing all this stuff, but like they're also funneling drugs. <laughs> like <they're, laughs> legally, yeah, legally funneling drugs primarily to minority communities. But yeah, we could. I would, that's a well, whole that's another, another thing. Whole another thing. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about yeah. that. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. And we also see it with like Jeff Bezos just gave a hundred million dollars to Dolly uh-huh. Parton. And like at first I saw that and I was like, oh, like that's pretty good. Like a hundred million dollars is a lot of money. And like it is. I'm not saying that that's pocket change, but it is for him. for him because that is like I think it's like point zero zero eight percent of his wealth because he's worth like one one hundred and twenty four billion dollars right now. So that's like such a small amount of it. Like if I gave you 0.008% of my wealth, you'd have like two bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Fucking for real. No, literally. And like he said he wants to like give give all of his net worth out to charities like before, before he, he dies. dies and stuff. And like that's nice, but there's got to be a catch in there. Okay. I feel There's like he's he's gonna give it to his own foundation and like Dolly he gave it to Dolly Parton I feel like Dolly Parton's gonna give it to her own foundation mm-hmm. she could split it up and like do things and not that her foundation know, is see. doing bad things like her foundation is doing very good things I think but it's just going to build her own wealth on top of helping, what she already under has. the guise of like helping people yeah exactly under the guise of it but it's actually just like building up her own wealth well this is the perfect segue into the last thing I want to talk about today. And that is the idea that government does not function as well as billionaires do, right? Capitalism drives innovation, they say. Mm -hmm. Capitalism is the only reason we have XYZ, the iPhone. Communism equals no iPhone, right? that's what they say. Fucking wrong. Wrong as... But. I'm sorry. Sorry, Lib. But <laughs> there were no iPhones in communist Russia. Um, well, sorry, Hog. In the 1960s. Sorry, Hog. <laughs> uh, the government actually invented uh, touchscreens. Along- oh, no. My argument has been debunked. <laughs> what am I going to do now? Well, let me add a <laughs> to it. The government, let's say, did not invent this, but they put up the majority of the capital mm-hmm. as a grant to create that. Also, something that the government directly invented, Department of Defense greatly funded the invention of the internet, also the Doppler radar, mm-hmm. fucking GPS, the MRI MRIs, too. like, and let alone all the vaccines that they've created, yeah. this A, B, COVID vaccine. Any prescription drug, so like it's all coming from government. I just France. want to know why we think that capitalism saves so many people and this is such a good way of like splitting up goods and like having people buy this, you know, stimulating the economy. When the government is the one dishing out all the fucking cash. Let's talk about Elon Musk. I'm glad you this. brought it up because I also would like to talk about I'm Elon going Musk. to pull out my laptop for this because I don't <laughs> want to get any numbers wrong. So Hit him with the facts. first off, let's start with Elon Musk's big company that everyone knows about, Tesla. Well, what is a big thing going on right now? 
making America green, green energy, green this, green that. So what is Elon Musk going to get for having an electric car company? Hella money from the government. Elon Musk is on record for saying that he does not support government funding, whatever, X, Y, Z, so much fucking bullshit. But Elon Musk has received nearly $5 billion in government subsidies to help Tesla grow. Yeah. $5 billion to help Tesla. Further than that, SpaceX also recently, I think a couple of years ago, I think it was 2021, Mm -hmm. um, landed a $3 billion contract with NASA to do worse shit. Yeah. The mission of SpaceX is to reduce the cost of space transportation with one, I think it's way lower than it used to be to get people up to this international space station. Fucking two, who the fuck wants to go travel space? That is not a util. That is not yeah. a good utility for for the regular American person. And also another part of their mission is enabling colonization of Mars. Now, what is colonization of Mars? A ulterior to making Earth a better place. So while all the fucking rich and powerful go and live on Mars, the fucking lowly working class are going to be stuck here, mm-hmm. and they're probably just all going to kill each other up there anyway. So everyone will be dead. Exactly. It's going to be like Wally. We're this, gonna be little robots yeah, cleaning up. This motherfucker, this stupid fuck, has received like almost ten billion dollars in government subsidies to help mm-hmm. his companies, while being on record saying that he does not support government subsidies yeah no he's like fucking like the libertarian poster boy because he's like oh like keep the government out of this like the freer the market the freer the people but like he's getting all this money to help fund his projects yeah and like i want to okay and i'm not gonna say that all of the things that billionaires have created through their corporations are bad things i for one don't want to live in a world without the iphone or amazon Mm -hmm. or I don't know, Twitter or Instagram or like laptops. Like I like that stuff. I like living in a technologically advanced world. However, why the fuck do private corporations just simply get away with taking what the government created, the foundation of it, and then pushing it to something else so that they can Mm -hmm. commodify it, make a profit off of it, and basically just fuck over the consumer while also subjecting us to wage slavery with no government regulation at all yeah that's exactly what i was gonna slay they're just building off of exactly this, what you're gonna like, slay exactly what i was gonna slay <laughs> <laughs> is that they're like they're building off of this while pushing down the working class and exploiting their labor um to you know be like oh capitalism drives innovation like i'm so innovative i don't know i can't even think of a good argument for it because it it's just stupid. makes no fucking sense it's, dumb as fuck. it's this idea of a meritocracy billionaires know best but you know what i hate to fucking break it to you Tony Stark is fucking fictional. Elon <laughs> Musk is not Tony Stark. I told you the title would come to like, no, us. <laughs> fucking Tony Stark is not a real fucking person. And this dumb fuck who made money off of apartheid emerald mines in South Africa is certainly not your fucking god that you could be praying to. He's just a stupid motherfucker with tons of money from his intergener- intergenerational wealth. And from the fucking government, our fucking taxpayer money going straight to this fuck trying to go to fucking Mars and make shitty Teslas that get fucking half of the stock gets recalled because it fucking sucks. Like, this is our fucking, the money that we all pay in taxes collectively. Whether you're buying something, you pay a tax, whether you pay income tax, capital gains tax, the money goes to the fucking government. Well, guess what? It's going back to fucking Elon Musk. Oh my god, guys, IRL Tony Stark just bought Twitter. Like, uh, Redditor Kyle. Oh my god. <laughs> also, another thing to say, I fucking hate when people are like, 
oh, we just need to teach the work. We just need to teach the working class financial literacy because then we will be able to, <laughs> to build ourselves up from this class of wage slavery and being stuck with lowly wages. Why raise the minimum wage when you can invest $500 into Tesla stock? I don't think you blinked the entire time you were saying that. You were fucking dead staring. I didn't. Because it fucking pissed me <laughs> off. Financial literacy is fucking bullshit when 50% of the general public doesn't own stocks. All right? Got more statistics up for you. But guess who does own stocks? 94% of the top 10% in America own stocks. We need to stop the 10%. <laughs> Shout out, Bernie. <laughs> also, further from that, how the fuck is the average American going to invest $500 into a stock when 49% claim self self report that they are ill equipped to cover a $400 emergency payment. How? Just make more money. Just put more money into the stock market. It will do good. Daddy Musk put his book and putting all my money to Dogecoin. Dogecoin will go to the moon. It will be great. It will be a fantastic bounty for us. A bountiful harvest, you would say. <laughs> The bountiful harvest. Yeah. Fuck. So fuck you. Yeah. Fuck all of you fucking people. Can we fucking say, think straight? The stock market is the best way to. No, maybe it fucking makes money for some people. Like I'm not doubting that, but it's just a stupid fucking way for you stupid ass worker bees to be to be like, oh, I just made, oh, I just made two hundred dollars. While the fucking richest in the world are being like, oh my gosh, I made five million dollars in stocks this year. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Another five million to add to my fucking net worth. Like, you're so fucking dumb. Like, you're you're subjecting yourself to this stupid ass, like, ugh, it's so <laughs> annoying. It's so annoying when people say that. Like, if you want to sell stocks, buy stocks, buy shares, whatever, go fucking go for it. Yeah. But just know that you're not going to be making nearly as much fucking money as these motherfuckers on Wall Street. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. And they, like, build up this, like, idea around them. Like, Elon Musk's whole thing is like, oh, I was, like, some nerd who was bullied in school and, like, I never fit in. And, like, I bring... just worked hard. We need to bring bullying back. Bring bullying back. Fuck stop Elon these Musk. people. For real. Like, stop these fucking nerds, from, these rich fucking nerds from making, being the fucking new Tony Stark. Or the real Tony Stark. Because the real one, like I, the real one, like I said, is fucking fictional. And dead. Yeah. Fucking dead. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I spilled my coffee. Oh, no. Yeah, I get worked up about this shit. Especially mm -hmm. when people are like, just invest in the stock market. You'll make so much money. Like, <laughs> it doesn't, like... Yeah, I'll be so happy to make 500 bucks while the fucking Jeff Bezos makes another $4.2 billion by investing in the stock market. Yeah, no, literally. Like, that'll be great. And then he doesn't have to pay taxes on it. And then he's also not paying income tax. Yeah. It's like how one of the, uh, what's it called? What's it called? I don't know. I just said it. When, when your work gives you, a, one of the benefits of working at Starbucks is that you get to, like, put money into their stocks. Like that's what it's called like the roast fund or something and like there's nothing wrong like like i said if you want to go sell stocks whatever go do that if you want to teach people about it go do that like it's great good for you learn about money excuse me but like don't be happy being stuck in this fucking lower class of making like a thousand bucks on an investment you made or five thousand or even fifty thousand that's fucking yeah. pocket change to those motherfuckers, okay? Just recognize that you will never make as much money as them in your life because the meritocracy in America is not real. No matter how hard you work, no matter how 
many sleepless nights you have, you will never ever make as much money as Elon Musk from coming from a fucking poor family. Yeah. I, like, I'm sorry, but you're just it's, not going to. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry to be realistic. Maybe if we had some genuine government reform, then in some like education of the general public, one, they wouldn't want to get that rich anyways. No one really fucking wants that much money. If you yeah. ask something like, oh, a billion dollars sounds nice, but like, I don't need a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, no one needs a fucking billion dollars. Except for Bruno Mars. <laughs> get him? I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fucking music video with the chimp. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. But I want to end this episode on a little, um, we'll get into a little question I got from Mia in a second. All right. But I want to talk about a proposal how to fix this generally i think just an overall wealth tax would be great and this is what mm-hmm. senator ron wyden who's chairman of the finance committee in the house uh, maybe he's a or he's a senator obviously so in the senate <laughs> uh proposed the billionaire's income tax so basically they would be paying capital gains tax on their profit of each of their stocks every year mm. so if there's if they if their stocks are worth 200 billion dollars at the beginning of the fiscal year and they're worth five 205 billion dollars at the end they pay twenty percent of that five billion dollars without having to take without having to sell their shares. Okay. So they would be basically forced to sell their shares to pay taxes on it. Yeah. And maybe we'd actually get some shit done then. No, yeah. You know how much we could have fucking healthcare. Yeah. We could end homelessness. Yeah, there could be actual decent climate reform. Like there could be a lot of shit. Yeah, and we could also uh, we'll get into we're well, I'm I'm not even gonna mention this now. We'll talk about it in another episode. <laughs> but as for the question. I have for you. All right. I'm a little nervous. So you kind of talked about it earlier, right? Talking about philanthropy. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the government can do better with, or do you think that philanthropy should exist in an ideal world? You answer and then I'll give you my answer. I don't, in an ideal world, I mean, I feel like in an ideal world, we wouldn't need philanthropy. Exactly. I feel like in an ideal world, we wouldn't have to, round up at like the stores to like donate to finding cures and like doing those things because we would just have them and we'd have people who want to like figure these things out so we wouldn't have to donate all this money and we would have a functional government that would be able to provide the bare necessities to the to the american people so that we don't have millions of homeless people millions of people who are food insecure mm-hmm. and stuff like that millions of people in, in billions of dollars of medical debt yeah things like this I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think philanthropy should be a thing in an ideal world. Yeah. Does it make any sense? Just a fucking tax break for the rich motherfuckers who act like they're doing a bunch of good shit, but realistically, stuff the government should be doing. So you know what you should fucking do? Just pay your fucking taxes. Yeah. The government should tax the fuck out of all you rich fucking people. Hear that, motherfucker? And I'm talking about I'm not talking about the guy who makes like a million dollars a year or even ten million or even twenty million. I'm talking about the fuckers that make a hundred million dollars and up a yeah. year. You motherfuckers. Get the fucking pay your fucking taxes. You like bitch. this, what is it like? Six hundred billionaires in America, or something like? Or is it in the world? There's a very small amount of billionaires. Yeah, and pay they your have fucking so taxes. Much money. Yeah, for real, just pay your fucking taxes. You don't need that fucking money. You'll still be rich as hell. You can still fucking spit on me if you want, but just at least pay your taxes so I can have health care. Like fuck. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, no, I think I don't think all philanthropy is bad. Like when it's it's not bad, just like, but it like average exist. people. But I don't think philanthropy should be a cop out for paying your taxes i don't think you should be able to just donate somewhere to get the write-off 
I don't think to do should, that. I don't think it should be a thing. Yeah. In an ideal world, we shouldn't yeah. need it. We, we, we shouldn't the government have to should need be it. Doing that. Yeah, they should handle everything for us. All right, what's your question for me? Mm. Okay, so we were talking about SpaceX and all that kind of stuff. This is a little off topic of the billionaires. Hey, but do you think that we should even keep pursuing colonization on Mars? Like, no. do you think we should try and put life on Mars? No. There's been many studies that show that when you spend a long period of time in space, you like your whole fucking anatomy and fuck gets like mm-hmm. fucked up. I remember someone said Mark Kelly has like an astronaut who's also a, or a twin brother who's also an astronaut. Oh, okay. And he spent so much time or vice versa. Either one of them spent so much time in the International Space Station that he was visibly shorter than the other. That's so funny. Because he spent so much time <laughs> in space. And I don't know how long the fucking trip to Mars would take, but listen, we got way fucking bigger fish to fry here. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about billions of climate refugees if we don't start working. Yeah. And if you guys are upset about the border crisis going on in Mexico right now, to the south of us, you fucking wait. Yeah. You fucking wait for these people in Central and South America when they start coming north because everything else is going to be fucking underwater because glaciers are going to start collapsing mm-hmm. we're going to get incredible heat it's going to be so hot there i'm going to be able to live there like people are going to be dying in mass like the whole world will be like in chaos with large like it'll be like yeah it'll be chaotic and the money should, the three billion dollars should not be going to fucking spacex yeah to do the exact same no to do worse shit than nasa's doing mm-hmm. right NASA, you see those fucking beautiful pictures they took? Yeah. That was gorgeous. It was awesome. And that's a government-funded program. What has fucking Elon Musk done? Have they even had one successful... I think they've had one successful shuttle launch. Yeah. One. Three billion dollars that, that constitutes. Rather than giving fucking three billion dollars to help climate change. Yeah. We're going to fucking Mars. Bullshit. That shit pisses me the fuck off. Who gives a fuck? I want to live my life here, and I want my kids and my grandkids to live their lives here on fucking Earth. Yeah. <laughs> because we have such a big settlement here. So I don't give a fuck what you think about climate change. It's happening and it needs to be at least subdued. Yeah, and it needs to be dealt with. You can't be like, oh shit, there's a problem happening. Let's, Let's just, just go leave. to another fucking planet. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do in like 200 years when that planet's turned to it's shit not even too? It's completely viable that it will yeah, be also successful. That. The fucking, even the Mars rover died. Let's spend. <laughs> Didn't he? I think he did. I think he did. Remember, he used to sing happy birthday did he really do you remember that like no. it would like or someone i don't remember what it was but it would like sing happy birthday to itself wait, wait or like wait, someone wait. would sing happy birthday to it i don't know yeah sing happy birthday Okay, Arpeggio. For real, that was fire. <laughs> hey. oh, sweet little Mars rover. Aww. I love that book. Well, on that note, yeah. I think it's safe to end this episode. Yeah. Don't forget, fuck Quinsley. Fuck Quinsley. Jebediah, Jebediah, Jebediah Strong. Jebediah Strong. But just to <laughs> sign off, you, if you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, we're also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Um, you, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. It's in all, all our link tree. Follow us on TikTok. 
you know, we post little clips of it if you don't want to watch the whole thing, which I recommend you do. But yeah. if you want to support us. Get the full story. Yeah, exactly. Get the full story. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, new episode of Leftist every Monday. New episodes of Good, Bad, or Incompetent every Friday. You already know the drill. Shoot us a fucking email. Shoot us a fucking email. And share this video with your friends. You know, we, or this podcast with your friends, we really hope you guys are enjoying it. We want to get more viewers and stuff because we want to yeah. be spreading our words more i i think we're pretty funny yeah. and informative i think so, so. Well, yeah <laughs> shoot us an email that's all I'm shoot us an email oh god all right well i'm alex and i'm mia and this has been the leftist podcast woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Tony Stark is-